0: months and months I've been in the squared circle and I've been dominating. I've been making everybody get on their knees and bow to the Greek God, the greatest professional wrestler alive today. At the Psycho Circus, the greatest stage of them all, I declared and became the master of the mat. Mat.
1: Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It greatly helps out the show, and it's much appreciated. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Conspiracy underscore Kyle, and that's Conspiracy with a K. Also, follow me on YouTube at Conspiracy Kyle, once again, with a K. Now on to the show. This episode is called Conspiracy in the New Force Order. With Greek god Papadon. All right, welcome back to another episode of Conspiracy in the Force. My name is Conspiracy Kyle, and I'm joined by a very special guest um, to talk about the Star Wars. You know, in the Star Wars universe, there is no god per se, but I do have a god joining us here. I have with us Mr. GGP, the Greek god Papadon. Pop, how are you doing this evening? I am doing fantastic. How are you, sir? I am just wonderful. Thank you for, for coming on the show. Um, for, for those who don't know, can you tell tell everybody a little bit about yourself, what you do, what you're into, and a little bit about your, your Star Wars show you do as well?
0: Sure. Uh, my name is the Greek god Papa Don. I am a professional wrestler. I have wrestled for the last... 21, going on 22 years all around this world. I am a freelancer, independent wrestler. I am a Star Wars aficionado. I have a podcast called The New Force Order, colon, a Star Wars podcast. We can just sum it down into three letters, the NFO podcast. We've had you on as a guest. We had a grand old time talking shop about a galaxy far, far away. And I also do another podcast, which is... a uh, on hiatus right now because we've been thrown off all our platforms, demonetized, shadow banned. It's called the Conspiracy Horseman, where it's four wrestlers, uh, myself, Stevie Richards, Big Sal Graziano, and Ben Hamin. where we talk about conspiracies and always uh, questioning everything and never trusting any narratives. And unfortunately, um, can't tell you why or what led to the shadow banning. Based on our legal counsel, but we're looking to hopefully come back sooner than later and stronger uh, once everything clears. But until then, like I said, you can catch me on the NFO podcast and once this uh, restrictions from the COVID-19 scenario is all cleared up, I would say within the next... 30 to 60 days, there be shows, wrestling shows all over the country. You can come see me wrestle and kick the shit out of, uh, can I curse on this podcast or no?
1: Absolutely, whatever the hell you want to do. Kick the
0: shit out of anybody and steal the show like <laughs> I always do.
1: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, that's one thing I want to start out and ask you about was with this whole COVID BS going on, what happened with the whole wrestling world? Did it did it basically shut down like a lot of entertainment for a while? Has it, has it come back? I mean, I know that I've, you see a little bit here on TV, but but in, 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 your, in your realm, in your arena, how, how has it affected you?
0: All right. Well, unfortunately, there's a very big gap for the freelancer independent wrestler and the wrestler that's wrestling for WWE. Mm-hmm. WWE is a billion-dollar public company. So they can afford to run shows without any crowds. Right. Uh, they have advertising revenue, sponsorship money, network revenue, TV rights deals, so on and so forth. Independent companies depend on the gate or what we call the house uh, of the show, which is the attendance. So no crowds, no revenue, no revenue. Can't pay the wrestlers. No one's wrestling for free. So there are no shows. Uh, Within the last, I would say year and a half to a year, I only wrestled three shows, two outdoor Mm -hmm. shows in New Jersey and one pay-per-view in California where there was no crowd. It was in a TV studio. Um, and that's basically it. Now it's starting to come back. I have a few bookings lined up for July and August. Um, and hopefully, uh, all the other companies that I'm champions, I've been mean, have three belts in a box right next to my bed, three heavyweight championship. Cause I'm th- I'm a champion in three different promotions at the same time. And I can't defend them. I haven't defended them in over, you know, whatever year, year and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit eerie, um, because of what's happening. But, uh, I like the fact that you're married with two things I love, which is free thinking, AKA conspiracy theories, and always questioning the narrative and uh,
1: Star Wars. So let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. One last point real quick on that wrestling. You talked about that pay-per-view you did with no crowd. That's gotta be a jarring experience, right? Because, you know, as a wrestler, that's, that's the type, just like a musician or anything, right? You feed off that crowd energy. So what was that experience like without having that there?
0: You are spot on with your analysis. Um, not only do you feed off the crowd, but when you're when you have a live crowd present, there's an, there's a aura, an ambiance in the arena, which adds to the the match, right? Um, makes it better, right? So wrestling in front of nobody, even though it was on Fight TV, Fight.TV, TV, uh, it was United Wrestling Network, I think the third episode. I wrestled a gentleman from Las Vegas by the name of Remy Marcel, a good wrestler, great wrestler. We had a great match. Um, you guys can get it on Fight TV, so just go check it out, United Wrestling Network. It's, I think, $5 for the pay-per-view or whatever. It's real cheap. Um, but regardless, the actual experience itself was weird. Um, what it felt like is like almost like a dress rehearsal. Right. Because you know when you're a professional wrestler, at least me, even though I've been wrestling 21 years, I consistently train. Um not only in the gym, but open ring, go to wrestling schools, go train, bump around, do drills, keep yourself in in-ring shape. So when you have an open ring and you're rolling around with somebody else and having what we would call a sparring match, if you will, just you know having mm-hmm. a, a match on the, on the fly with no crowd, it felt like training. But being dressed in your gimmick or your gear. Um, so it was a little bit weird because, uh, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot, uh, I get the I get the crowd always in the palm of my hands, and I'm always having them on the edge of their seats in a frenzy. Uh, I know how to work a crowd very well, and if you ask my wife, I have the God-given talent how to piss people off. That's why I'm such a <laughs> I'm such a great heel, which is the bad guy. Right. In wrestling. So, right. So it is a little weird, you know, not wrestling to any fans and playing to any fans to get a reaction, but we made the most of it and i think we did a great job and a lot of people on the show did a great job with no crowd because the show itself and the company itself the pay-per-views i had week after week they had some killer shows with a lot of great talent so it's definitely worth it
1: good good yeah I, I will tell you it's you know from as, as a fan perspective it is a strange watching experience you know and, and, and but i'm glad it was it was an overall positive experience for you and everybody else in, involved you know like Like I turn on the TV, I don't really watch basketball or NBA or that stuff much, but you know, anymore because of all these COVID restrictions, they don't have any of those courtside seats anymore, right? Like they used to, and it's such a jarring view to me, right? Like everybody is like 30, 40 feet back. Like I always loved when people would be running into the crowd and knocking people over and like, like shit would go down. Like that was always really interesting for me. So it's a whole new, you know, hopefully this shit goes back to normal, but you know, you know, as well as I do that these things tend to spiral out of control and then go ways that we really don't want them to, even if we, we, we think they should. So, um, that being said, let's, let's, let's get into a little bit of, let's get into a little bit of a star Wars conversation here. So, um, as of right now, that new, the new bad bat show is out. I think it's, we've seen four episodes so far. I know the fifth one's going to be, going to be dropping after we, after we air this. Um, what are your thoughts on the, on the series so far? And do you, do you like where it's going? Do you like the characters? What are your thoughts about it?
0: In Filoni and Favero, I trust. Um, Dave Filoni is the heir apparent to George Lucas. He's the one yes. that has, that should be sitting on the throne. Um, he has done a marvelous job continuing star Wars in the right uh the right light, if you will, or the right track. Um, I love The Bad Batch. I think it started off amazing. Um, I think the last three episodes, though, are starting to get a little monotonous where they go to planet, fix the ship, whatever, get some supplies, leave back in the same spot where they were. So I understand it's going to be a little bit of a progression. We got to see some character growth. We got we to gotta start building storylines. It's almost like the A-Team with their Adventure of the Week um mm-hmm. the last episode i really liked with fennec shan when she came in i thought it was a great episode there's one thing i didn't like i didn't like the way she took out Recca so easily with one move
1: right uh,
0: <laughs> but other than that i thought the, the episode was great uh but i would like to see a little bit more meat on the bones as far as we've seen what two three now four episodes so the last three episodes have been very similar as far as structure goes mm-hmm. and um to be honest with you, I mean, I know you've said it on Twitter, because I've seen a couple of your tweets, but the whole uh, chain code and passport for, you know, with the uh, immunization passports and all this stuff. Yeah. Very, very, it's very, very strange how art imitates life and life imitates art. But
1: right, I, li- I right. like
0: it. I like it. Last, Actually, you know what? Last yesterday we did our, our episode, I think it was episode 114 on the NFO, and we had two guests on. Um Hold on, let me let me get their names properly. I don't want to butcher their names. They're creator of a fan film um, called Bucketheads. You can go check them out on YouTube, right? And their names are Andy Brown and Marco Basau. Now these guys were cool as shit, real cool guys. Like we hit it off great, had great conversations. But their product, Bucketheads, is not your typical fan film. This stuff looks like it belongs. Alongside the episodics movies that we've gotten, um, The Mandalorian, it's so well done. I right. strong, I strongly suggest you watch it, uh Kyle. And all your fans out there who are Star Wars fans, give it a watch. It's called Bucketheads. Uh, there's one movie, uh, it's maybe like for 15 minutes long, and there's uh-huh. one episode so far. Part one of they broke down the first episode. There's five episodes in the first series, they're gonna be a half-hour long each but they said that they're going to break down each episode in 10 minute intervals because they want to keep the pacing going. So awesome. it's phenomenally done. The special effects, the intro, everything. So we had them on last night and we started talking. So, you know, if you guys want to check out some cool stuff, check out bucket heads. I just had to give a quick uh, shout out and props to them because it's, uh, it's definitely better than the sequel trilogy.
1: <laughs> and, I, I'm, and I'm know, a fan.
0: I'm... I'm a fan of the sequel trilogy. That's the scary part.
1: Right. I'm telling you what, I'm looking at some of the images of it here and I mean, holy shit, you're right. Like the, the cinematography, the special effects. I mean, and you know, some people probably say, oh, it's only one movie. It's only this. Like, you know, y- you, you know, you're into content creation. You know how long this shit takes to make. I mean, oh, yeah. even, even for like my podcast, like when I write a script, I mean, like, it could still take me two, three, four hours for like a 15 15- 20 minute thing, you know, so everybody, yeah, go check it out. I'm looking at some pictures of it right now. It looks, it looks pretty amazing. So, but yeah, to to your, to your point about the, um, you know, some of that real world stuff, you, you wonder, you wonder how how much of it is intentional and then you wonder how much of it is, is is unintentional because, you know, it, it, that's the world they live in, right? They're basically living in, in, in communist, you know, Nazi Germany, basically the start of it. You know, at the end of the prequel trilogy, right? So, you, you know, some of that stuff is real. But yeah, the the timing of it is is very very suspect to me. So, it's um. Do you, do you think some of that stuff is is intentionally meant to be linked to our world? Because honestly, the people who write and direct all this stuff, like they have to live in our world. They have to know what's what's going on. So, what are your thoughts about how how they how they portray some of that stuff?
0: Well, to be honest with you, I wasn't a big fan in believing in predictive programming. But the more that I I tune into things, I definitely see things transpiring where you can see the connection to real world, whether it's agendas being pushed by the left through television shows, trying to get certain narratives and uh, agendas across, or just shows in general. There's a show that was on Amazon. It was only one season long. They just canceled it. And it happened before the pandemic or in the beginning of the pandemic. It was called Utopia.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard of this.
0: Okay. John Cusack plays the main guy on the show who's a software guy, philanthropist, who in the beginning of the show is getting in trouble because they think someone got sick off of his fake meat that he's (laughs) making for the world. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm watching this. And I'm like, holy shit! That's Bill Gates, and then the whole, <laughs> the whole the whole show is about these kids that uh, there's an occult following of, of uh, a comic book called Utopia. Now this comic book Utopia that was written by by a guy who went batshit crazy and got put into an, a a sane asylum. There's only one issue, but this issue predicted things that would happen in the world that came true. So then they found out that there's pages to a second issue. So people are trying to buy them. Other people are trying to kill This one and that one. And they, they, they basically put all the pages together, these, this group of kids. And they found out through these pages that a virus is going to spread out and that there's going to be an antidote or a vaccine. And the vaccine itself is really a tool used to depopulate the world and sterilize everybody because we don't have enough resources right. to sustain life for long term.
1: And this happened. <laughs> this happened in the beginning of the pandemic.
0: Right. You can't make. You
1: can't. You can't make this shit up. It, it's, no. it's. It's. too close.
0: No. And here's another thing that I saw the other day. Not the other day. Maybe a while back. Maybe a few months ago. There was a one man show. I think it was on Amazon as well. And there's no coincidence that it's on Jeff Bezos's fucking
1: mm-hmm. uh, Amazon. Oh so. yeah.
0: But of course. It was. The show is called "In In It of Itself." It's like a one man show. It's very awesome. Very well done, right? But at the end of the show, he does a a gimmick where everybody who attended the show went up to a wall before the show started and picked out a card with a word on it that described them best. And they sat down, and at the end, he tells everyone to stand up. And this guy goes like a magician, goes individually with each person and tells them what they picked and says, okay, you picked... um, confidence because you think you're so confident or whatever blah 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 you picked you know immature because you you know you could you picked you know sexy lady because you find yourself very attractive and whatever men fall at your feet whatever so he's going down the line so lo and behold at one point I see this guy in the corner his sweater glasses I went like, no way So he wanted it it's Bill Gates so he looks at Bill Gates and goes leader Bill Gates gives him the nod like that and he sits down. And then, same time where Bill Gates is there, a couple of seats away, maybe in the in the, in the row in front of him. So if Bill Gates is here, maybe three seats over, one row in front of him. Abramovich, the, spirit, the witch cooking queen who did all that spirit cooking.
1: Right, with Lady Gaga and all that, yeah. yeah. He sees her.
0: He whispers something in her ear. And she Ugh. just smiles and nods and sits down. And they never... Oh and I'm like, they never. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, <laughs> I was like, e- did I just see what I just saw? And then I'm like, all right. And that was it. So I'm like, eh. so you know what? I'm more and more, you know, it, it's, it's factual what I'm about to say. Every show, every movie that comes out has a CIA operative on set to make sure what is being told in the movie is okay. What's being directed is okay. Right. So- no intelligence or secrets leak out to other countries. So if anything, I can see stuff like that being passed in movies because us, quote unquote, free thinkers, conspiracy theorists, whatever you want to call us. They always say that those who want to rule the world have one rule or those who want everybody else to bow at their feet have one rule. Tell everybody what you're doing. And if they don't pick up on it, it's on you. So they don't have a great right. conscience. So what a better way to do it than put it out in programming and you're watching, you think you're watching a TV show, but it's really an admission of guilt or whatever the case may be. So who knows? I mean, right. fine line, some of it could be coincidence, but I don't believe in coincidence. Some of it could just be dumb luck. Like the thing right. with, the, uh, with the chain code. Okay. We saw the chain code initially. Uh, I think maybe, what was it, Rebels? Or maybe Clone Wars? Uh,
1: rebels, uh, yeah, p- possibly, possibly, yeah. We definitely
0: saw it in the Mandalorian
1: when Boba Fett Mm.
0: shows him his chain coat and his armor. So now they kind of reverse engineered it explaining what it is. Very similar to let's say social security. It's very similar Mm -hmm. to our, these uh, vaccine passports they want to pass down. So you could take something and make it fit your narrative, depending on what it is. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was done intentionally because of what's going on today, or it's done because it's been done in the past with social security. And that's what they were attributing it to. So we, we we could split hairs on this. It doesn't, I mean, you know what I mean? It just, it's, there's so many things we could talk about regarding this, that uh, it could be a long discussion. And at the end of the discussion, there's no right answer.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, to your point about, you know, coincidences, you know, there could be something that's a one-off thing, but when all these things seem to sync up, it's like, okay, now, now you have five or six interrelated things that there's gotta be, gotta be something there. So yeah, you're right. You can kind of go, go either, either way on it. I mean, I mean, honestly, like we are, we all have an ID of some of some way, shape, or form. So that's that's something that's been been around for, for years and years. So um, yeah, that's that's it's it's interesting to uh to to look at it that from that aspect. I, I want to talk to you real quick about about Bill Gates real quick now that now that you mentioned him. You know it it's been and we'll get back to Star Wars in a sec for 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 those that are upset about me talking about Star Wars for a second, which is nobody. Um, you know, the media recently it's it's like they're they're taking a shit on him now all of a sudden. You know, as if, you know, hey, you served your purpose and now we don't need you anymore. Is that kind of how you're how you're reading it or what are your thoughts on that?
0: Uh, You know what? I see where you're coming from with that, with the whole analogy. um, Because of his his, uh, ties to Epstein and the fact that he wanted to black out the sun with the chemtrails to to stop climate change and all this nonsense. First things first, I think climate change is a hoax,
1: right? I think Mm -hmm. the
0: planet itself is a living organism and it goes through cycles and its body and its temperature is going to change regardless, whatever we do. Um, That's just my opinion. If you feel differently, I respect your opinion. It is what it is. Uh, The way I look at it is a few years ago, they were calling it global warming. Then they took the temperature and they realized the temperature dropped. Oh, shit. We got to rebrand it so we can fucking make some more money. Uh, Climate change. Yeah, good, 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 good. So that's where we're at today. Um, So there's that. But uh, with the whole Bill Gates thing, I could see your point of view. And at first I went, oh, who did he piss off? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But now the more I think about it, everybody loves a comeback story. So you can't really shine unless you unless you you're not kicked while you're down. So this could be right. the part where he was all uppity up, and now that COVID's starting to pass, everyone's getting their shot. You know, it's a now they're focusing on climate change as the flavor of the week and on the news and all that stuff. And now he's not in the spotlight as much. Maybe some dirt will come out. His partakes his partakes in the island of Jeffrey Epstein. Him and his wife getting a divorce. Him finding out that he liked to sleep with other women. Whatever, I mean, that's his private life. I don't care what he, I mean, as long as he's not hurting children or anybody, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But his dealings with Epstein? Yeah. Eh. But um, while he's down, now now there's only one way to go. So if he's gonna do anything, I mean, and if he is on the side of all the media, like the media were crowning him the, the crown prince of, you know, health, fucking God, he's not a doctor. I mean, I don't go to my mechanic for a cake and I don't go to my, my bakery to get my brakes fixed you know what i'm saying so it's it's kind of weird who we look up to for certain scenarios and right. um who knows i mean if this guy wants to rule the world like lex luthor or you know or whatever the case may be who knows he might he might realize that hey i gotta take a, a couple of hits on the jaw get knocked down get a pr team try to spin something and then when the time is right get up and do what i gotta do he may run right for president we don't know
1: I right no yeah I think that's I think that's a really really valid point because if the media can spin a narrative against him, they can spin a narrative back for him in the future because because that's because that's what they do that that that's all they do and, and you know they can they can take the Epstein stuff and they've already been trying to kind of spin that stuff saying oh well he was using him for his connections and whatnot it really had nothing to do with whatever so a lot of the you know the sheeple people out there won't really think that oh he's into this sex trafficking child sex trafficking all this stuff they can say well he just he, they, they're they're big millionaire people they just know each other and it just is what it is so they can spin it in that way so we'll yeah we'll kind of see how that how, how that shakes out um one interesting kind of star wars tie-in I, I don't know if you remember this or not from from the clone wars series and this was going back to like 2009 i think the first season of the clone wars they introduced this character that was like a mad a mad doctor a mad scientist who was trying to release a uh a deadly bioweapon on the world right and um you can't help but think of you know put put gates there put fauci there put somebody there i i I stumbled across that the other day i'm like holy crap like the the fact that they that they went there in star wars in 2009 which which was pretty crazy i mean do you do you remember that episode i'm talking about
0: yeah, I, I I do. I think he was trying to release it in the water. Was it with the or the water or something like that in the planet? Or, but I do yeah. remember it. It was a, it was a one shot deal where he had like a crazy mad science. But to be fair, I mean to look at this on a realistic and from every aspect, George Lucas, who created the, not only Star Wars but was in charge of the Star the, the Clone Wars at the time, um, he was big on all that sci-fi serial Buck you know Buck Rogers type of thing. Right. So for him to just have an episode about a mad scientist trying to poison a planet, that story has been done a million times in Hollywood. So, you know, we can take any, any movie that's very similar like that and try to spin it. Like the media, like you said, the media spins things to fit their narrative. Right. We could do the same thing to do it to try to fit our narrative, but who knows? You know, you might be on something or we could just be missing the entire point. And, we, you <laughs> know, it, unfortunately we live in a world right now where anything can be anything. And yeah. it, it depends on how much information you have or how much information is omitted to where you can make anything up, make your own narrative, spin it, present it, and if it flies, it flies, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, we've seen it all the time on the left. We've seen it all the time on the right. Yep. But then we both find out they're in bed with each other, shaking each other's hands, stealing all our money anyway. So it's like (laughs) pro wrestling, where the good guys and the bad guys are really friends, but when the camera's on, it's all fight, fight, fight. The cameras are off. Come here, buddy. I didn't mean to hit you that hard in the ring. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) right yeah that's a that's a that's a perfect analogy and, and you know for for people like us that think freely that that think about all these conspiracy stuffs, it that that's one of the inherent problems i i would say is you can't you can't turn it off once you're once your eyes are open you can't go back to sleep yeah. so you're right i think sometimes i i know definitely for myself you you make inferences and you make connections and are all of those valid no probably not are some of them sure um at least some of them are right but it's it's you know how much how much stock do you put in each of those do you go do you go all in on those so it's um it's definitely an interesting thing to to, to think about and put in perspective and honestly like and you can probably agree with me we talked about a little bit already it's like you know you kind of want, want to watch like a simple tv show or this or that and it's like you're seeing all this little stuff you're seeing these the symbolism and they're mentioning these these words and things, and it's 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 crazy. Do you kind of have that same kind of point of view? It, it's hard to like just watch normal stuff now and just like turn your mind off.
0: Uh, to a certain extent, I mean, if I see something and, and it sparks, you know, so, you know, something just rings, the light bulb goes off or a bell rings in my head and says, "Wait a minute, what?" I have to take a second and let it register and digest internally. Hmm then make, a, make an analysis of what I see. Um, because sometimes they could just be throwing stuff in anything just to troll people. Because right. they know some people are looking for it. Um, case in point, like some of these old Taco Bell commercials from a couple of years ago that were talking about the Illuminati and all this stuff. You know, yeah. like, it's a fucking Taco Bell commercial. What do we, You know, like, <laughs> what are we going to get out of it? So, you know, right. so, I don't know. But like I just said, that that show in and of itself, that, that one-man show, unless you know that he called Bill Gates a leader and you realize it's Bill Gates. You just think it's a guy in a sweater with glasses right. on. Right. So, right. And, and then if you know, that's Abramovich who does a spirit cooking. And then the way he approached her and talked to her in her ear, like he was talking to, to like some kind of deity or some kind of fucking, I'm sorry, some kind of devil or something or a demon that he didn't want to expose what he was going to say. And she smiled the sinister grin and like the cat in the hat. I mean, I mean like the, not the cat in the hat, like uh, the Grinch that stole Christmas. And 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 nodded our head like, yeah, you're right. And they don't show it unless you know who she is, it just flies over your
1: head. So right, right. You know what I mean? Right. And and you you know, me and you can try to tell some of this stuff to people, but like, you know, if you don't if they don't already have that frame of reference, you just you just wasted, you know, five minutes of your life and their life. Yeah, you know, absolutely,
0: absolutely, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. It's when I tell you sometimes when I talk to some of my friends or some people that I know. And then I'm like, they're like, uh, they'll, they know that I, that I do the podcast. They know that I'm a free thinker. And sometimes they, they'll come up with be like, Hey, what do you think about this? And I'm like, bro, the reason why you're asking me is because you're, you know what I'm going to say. You already made up your mind and you want to see if I'm agreeing with you to see if it's validated or yeah. you're asking me just to troll me. And you already have this mind, and You want to debate. So if you're going to ask me a question like this, I need to know what, whether you're asking me with an open mind and you're willing to have a civil discussion about it or you're just looking to just mess around and you know get a rise out of me. So it, right. it's, kind of, it's, it's weird, man. It's weird talking to people who don't want to open their eyes. And when you bring some, like, for example, with COVID, I tell people about COVID, what I think when they ask me about it, and they look at me funny. And they're like, well, like, for example, here in New York, a week ago, uh, Cuomo and obviously the CDC says we can take off our masks. Okay, great. You know, I'll, you know, in stores, restaurants, whatever. No more mask mandate. I'm going into the supermarket. I take my daughter to the mall. Mall's packed. Thousands of people in the mall. Everyone's wearing fucking masks. Maybe about 15 people didn't wear masks. Mm-hmm. I was one of them. So my daughter goes, "Dad, where's your mask?" I said. We don't got to wear them anymore. You could take yours off. She goes, you're an anti-masker? I'm like, anti-masker? What's that? I'm like, sweetheart. I was like, why are you wearing a mask? She goes, because of the COVID. I was like, well, who told you that? Well, this, you know, the, the the government, CDC. I'm like, yeah, the same people who told you to wear a mask are not telling you to take it off. Right. So take it off. If you're wearing it because they told you to wear it, which makes no sense to begin with, but you know I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt not to argue with you, take it off. Right. I said, I don't know. I said, I don't know. Like, you don't know about what? Why don't I get sick? You're not going to get sick, I told her. I go, same people who told you to wear a mask, also say that kids under 25, it's one in a million that you can die from this. And I said, the chance you're getting struck by thunder, or I mean by lightning, one in 750,000. So you have a greater chance of getting struck by lightning than dying. I go, and on top of that, kids don't get affected the same way as adults. Right, 100%. And all these facts I'm saying right now are from the CDC themselves.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So, and another thing, I tell her because she wanted to get the vaccine and I'm like, no, you're 14, you don't need it. She goes, yeah, but they, they, might, they might make me get it in order for me to go to school next year. I was like, well, if that will we'll cross that bridge when we get there, I was like, but if that's the case, then you're going to go homeschool. But I don't want to go home school. I was like, well, I don't want you getting the vaccine. Why? Yeah. I was like, because I don't trust it. Why
1: don't you trust right.
0: it? I was like, because. And I broke it down to her. And then she saw what I was trying to tell her. And I tell this to everybody. Right. I'm not a conspiracy nut that says this, that, and the other. I break things down simplistically using logic and reason. And I look at things from every different angle. So with the COVID thing, we have a new virus. And to me, you can disagree with me, Kyle. Anyone else listening can disagree with me. That's fine. I respect everyone's opinion equally. The virus is real. It's not a fictitious virus like some people claim it's fake. It's not. It's a real virus that got out. It was man-made in a lab, and it leaked out. What we call in wrestling, when when you try to do something to make it look 100% real, and sometimes it turns into real, it's called working into a shoot. You know? Because a shoot is real in wrestling, and what we do in wrestling is called the work because we're working the crowd. So some people work themselves into a shoot, which means they, they start off doing this and it ends up becoming a real fight in the ring, right? Well, this is what I think happened with, with the COVID. They were doing it in the lab, it leaked out. And then when it leaked out, oh shit, you know, we gotta, we gotta we gotta we got to try to make the best out of a bad situation. Whether it was done intentionally or it was done ahead of schedule, who knows? We will never find out the real truth. But we have a new virus on the on the situation. And the best is this, wear your masks, follow the signs. Okay, no problem. Any new virus on the scene, whether it's Ebola, uh, West Nile, uh, COVID, measles, mumps, rubella, whatever, the first wave where it hits a society that's not in- adapted to it, they're going to have a high death rate no matter what. Yep. Until, every, until everyone gets it, then everyone adapts to it, builds antibodies, and then it just, our bodies are used to something foreign now and now can fight against it because that's how our bodies and our immune systems work. It's science. But when you bring that up, no, you don't know what you're talking about. All these people died. Yeah, I know. A lot of people died. It sucks. I have friends of mine that died. I have people that I love died. It does suck. But at the same time, what happens to the flu? It disappeared. Right. Like right. a fart, fart in the wind. And on top of that, it's very funny how the PCR test being used to, to, to measure COVID levels, the guy who invented it said that the PCR test should not be used to try to detect viruses because that's not what it's made for. And right. a month after the pandemic, he died of pneumonia. Coincidentally, I don't know. Right. You yep. know, if that was the case because some certain people took a hit out of him. Whatever. Wouldn't it be the first time. It won't, probably won't be the last time.
1: Right. Yeah, and one thing you said was um, that the problem with the PCR test is it runs through so many cycles. Right. It's it's gonna find something. Right. Like you 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 get a microscope, you look. You get a telescope, you look at something. You're gonna find a speck of dust on anything. Right. Yeah. So it runs so many cycles through this PCR test. If you had any cold, if you had any flu- if you had anything slightly similar to what they're looking for, bingo, they got it and that's in that and that's terrible science and and have you heard what they're doing now with the people who've got the vaccine what they're doing with the pcr test if you got the vaccine they're ratcheting down though that amount of cycles that it runs through that pcr test so naturally you're going to see less positive cases from people that got the vaccine that doesn't mean they're not getting it that doesn't mean they don't inherently have it it's not showing up in the test because they've changed the the goal they've moved the goalposts
0: yep exactly and on top of that from what i heard. On the Red Cross website, they said that people who get the vaccine, who had antibodies, no longer have antibodies because the vaccine killed the antibodies in their system. Wait a minute, what? Right. But any, anyway, let's get back to this, the logic and reason here. So I tell my daughter, I said, we have a virus that's brand new. We know nothing about it. It's been around maybe a year. Now it's, what, a year and some months. I said, it's a brand new virus. Now they have this thing they're marketing as a vaccine which isn't really a vaccine because you could still get it. Mm -hmm. It just lessens the severity of the symptoms. So it's just like a flu shot. Why are they forcing everyone to get it so bad? And on top of that, I told her, how can they promise us a 95% efficiency rate if they don't know what they're combating? How can they tell us it works 95% of the time if you don't know the new virus's long-term effects or what it is? what it may mutate into a year from now or what may happen in general, because it's a new virus. So Mm -hmm. right off the bat selling your false bill of goods and people are falling for it because fear is the ultimate weapon and false hope, false hope. Hell, rebellions are built on hope. We know that.
1: So, (laughs) you know what
0: I'm saying? That's all you need. So that's exactly what's going on now. She goes, you know what, dad, you kind of, I see your point. I said, look, babe, I said, the flu has been around for so many years there's so much research there's so much data there's so many trials and errors that we've had with the flu and the best that we can do is get a, a shot that can help us 30% of the time i go right. the last bad flu season we had the flu shot only worked 10% efficiency rate mm-hmm. so you're yes. telling me with all that data all that trial and error all that research the best we can do is only a 30% efficiency rate but with something we have nothing we know nothing about there's a 95 percent efficiency rate, and those making the shots are not being held liable if anyone gets hurt or dies yep. from the shot. I go, don't you see all the red flags? And then she's like, you know what, Dad, you're right. I was like, of course I'm right, sweetheart. Your dad's always right. Ask your mother. Yep. I told
1: her. <laughs> it, it, it's like it, it's like what they're doing. Um, and I, and I heard a great analogy of this, right? Like like if if they if they put together this new world order, order plan or whatever for a certain time frame, um. And they're like, like hypothetically, let's say they're starting to realize that like, Hey, people like us, we're having these conversations. We're starting to think about this stuff. We're spreading this to other people. Other people are talking about, about this kind of stuff and say, well, holy crap, we need to, we need to, we need to take it up a notch. They're like, they're like playing fourth quarter, 30 seconds to go. Throw a hail mary every time on Tecmo Bowl. Kind of thing. you know what I'm saying? The Bo you know saying? Jackson play, yes. The Bo, the Bo Jackson. They're doing the Bo Jackson play every second, every second. They're like, we have to get this through because if we if we lose any time or any momentum, it, it could be it could be over for us. And so it's 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 like you know the uh, Sun Tzu Art of War. If you're in a position of weakness, act like you're strong. You know, and and you see that in in the star Wars prequels as well, because Mace Windu says to Yoda, he says, you know, I think we need to tell the, the Jedi, uh, the, the Senate that our ability to use the force is diminished. And he's like, no, 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 we can't do that because if we do that, then they'll know our weakness. So I think a lot of us are, are, are realizing that this is, it, well, I, I wouldn't say a lot of us are realizing, I think select few of us are realizing what's, what's really going on. Um, but it's, I think this hail Mary approach seems to be working on a, a large number of people, wouldn't you agree?
0: Yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree. It's, 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 how can I put it? It's more of an experiment, the way I'm looking at it. We're the guinea pigs and we're volunteering. We're being, uh, we're being put into this situation and we're voluntary. We're being, I mean, I'm, not even fucking, I'm, not even, I'm not even saying the word right.
1: We're volunteering
0: to. Right.
1: Being the clinical in the clinical trial, yes, exactly. Yes, and
0: the reason being is because they gave us the illusion that our we lost our freedom, and a lot of these people that I know who are getting the shot and they agree with what we just said. I just want, I just want things to go back to normal. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, nothing yep. changed. The only thing is some guys in suits that we put in an office that we can't do this, we can't do that, and yet all these people that says we can't do A, B, and C got busted doing AB and C, whether it's going into salons in San Francisco or getting haircuts in Chicago or going out for dinner with friends in California or going into the gym in New York City when you close down all the gyms. All these and and unfortunately, because just to make an argument sake here, they're all Democrats. Yep. And they're all progressive and liberals or whatever. Not saying that all Democrats and progressive and liberals are bad because conservatives and and, and Republicans are just as guilty but and I mean, look at Ted Cruz leaving in the past, you know, when he went to go to, to, to Mexico with his family when the, that stuff in Texas happened. But anyway, point being is, uh, you bring this up to them, like, yeah, I know. But I st- I just, I just want to go to the Mets game, or I just want to go travel right. again. You know, right. I, I want to go to Disney World.
1: I, I want to protect my mom. I want to protect my grandma. That's the one I've been hearing a lot. Is you know, because what's happening is is like an older generation, you know, people in their sixties, seventies, eighties. They're not. They're not researching this stuff on their own. They're not going on the internet and looking up other websites to try to find counterfacts. They're looking at CNN. They're looking at the newspaper. Well, that's it's because telling, they, it's telling them.
0: They grew up in a time where you had to trust the news, and that's because in the time they grew up in, the generation uh, they're part of, the news was legit. What propaganda was illegal in this country until the Obama administration? They right. legalized propaganda to combat foreign propaganda. Which makes no sense, but whatever. And because and ever since then, that is when the news became the fourth part branch of government. You have the, the judicial, the legislative, and the executive, and now you have the media. And the media right. and now, when you with the media, uh, they can put out a headline. And because we live in a world where technology is so advanced, and this controls our life, right? Our our smartphones in our palm of our hand, everything is short attention spans. Everything is a soundbite or a headline or a click or a like. No one reads anymore. No one wants to read the full article. So what happens? They read a headline, they make their their first impression and it lasts forever. Guess what? A month later, a couple of days later, 6 months later, the retraction comes out. It's on page 6, page 8, page 12. Yep.
1: Later. Yep.
0: And no one knows. So they still have in their mind that hey, the false information that was presented to me, the propaganda from either side, the left or the right is in my mind. And that's what I believe, you know, and that's unfortunate circumstance of life, but that's, that's what we live in now. But these, the older generation, that's what they knew. So now they they're accustomed to that. You can't change their ways. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Like the, like they like to say our generation, or I'm a little older than you, but my generation was in the beginning of people starting to question stuff, but we still believed in the news the generation before me or after me, um, they, you know, they started with the, let's not believe in the news so much. And now everything is, let's believe headlines. Let's believe that no one, like nobody. No, I mean, there really isn't a generation that says, let's question everything. There's a select pocket of individuals that say, let's question everything, but the generation before my generation, and the generation before that generation, whatever was said on the news or in the papers, was gospel because it was right. that time. Now, yep. I mean, put it this way: remember in Georgia with Trump, where he people were saying he called up the governor to try to sway him to check for 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 fake votes and this, that, and the other. Then they come out maybe after the what was it, a Month ago? Uh, yeah, it was like Two after it was like
1: February, March. Yeah, huh? They they
0: said, oh, that was a fake story. We made that up. Right. How many times have Project Veritas caught people from CNN saying they're, they're trying to frame Trump and get Trump out of office? And I'm not a big Trumper. All I'm just saying, I'm, for argument's sake, this is the case. You know what I'm saying? And it just it just behooves me that you catch these people with their hands in the cookie jar. right? Whatever, whatever side of the fence they are politically and no one questions anything else that comes out. Like we've caught CNN plenty of times lying about news stories. People mm-hmm. saying, oh, it's a monsoon out here. They're sitting on their knees in a parking lot.
1: Yeah, right. There's people walking past them. like oh, Exactly,
0: you know, <laughs> or they get busted. Uh, take it to you, Nancy. And Nancy, she's in the, you know, she's she's in the country 50,000 miles away. Meanwhile, she's in the same parking lot because we see a plane pass her and the same plane pass her. It's just like, wait a minute, what? And then yeah. they get busted, but no one cares because right. of, because of the, the, the attention disorder that everyone has because of the uh, technology. So, right. you know anyway, we went down a rabbit hole. We shouldn't have went down. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Have-
1: no. It, and, and you see, you see that with, with, with a lot of Biden stuff too. Like he's got a lot of weird oh, green God. screen stuff going on where his hand is hand is going through a microphone. But then what happens is, is, is then they, they have there an article comes out. Here's the fact check. Here's the quote unquote fact check, which is not unbiased in one way, shape or form at all. It's, it's, it's bought and sold by, by the powers that be to push that narrative. So, and, that's, and I think that's the problem, you know, going back to and no generation has really been truly questioning is because it's very difficult and time-consuming to even do that. Of like course. right now, if, if I go to look up an article like um, that, what, it doesn't matter. The first thing that's going to come up is like PolitiFact or Snopes or something like that. And yep. like you said, with the short attention span, p- those people aren't going to scroll. Nobody scrolls to the second page of Google even. Right? I mean, there's a hundred thousand pages of Google. Nobody ever will scroll to the second page if they're looking for a quick answer. And so, and, and even like, you know, I heard this before too. It's like, you know, the average person, right? The average person with, you know, uh, married and a family and stuff, they may hear people talk about, oh, this and that, you got to research this and that. But it's like, but they go to work, they come home, they take care of the kids, you know, they just want to relax for a few minutes, right? Like they, they aren't going to take the time to, to look that stuff up. It's almost a willing, I wouldn't say willing ignorance or just like wanting just to be left alone, just to disconnect too, you know? So there's a lot of people, I think that, um, that want to learn and try to, to think for themselves better, but it's so, it's so, it's so difficult. Not that that's a scapegoat for them. But it's just, it's not easy in, in the the powers that be on the internet technology, they make it that way.
0: Of course. Look, when we started the Conspiracy Horseman three years ago, three plus years ago, finding stuff on YouTube was a lot easier. Yeah. And even, and even a year before that, a hundred times easier. Now... Stuff's getting shadow banned. You're against the liberal narrative. You, you, you're not even present, you know? So I, I see what you're saying. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. But here's the facts the people that don't want to, or are tired, they don't want to give in, or they don't want to do the work. Anything in life, you get whatever you put in is what you're going to get out. Mm -hmm. So if you're not going to do the work and try to do the research, you're not going to get the the facts and the education that you need to get to make the right analysis. Uh, All these people want to be healthy. They don't want to go to the gym because there's no time in the day. So you're not going to work out. You're not going to eat right. You're not going to be healthy. So it just it just bothers me that people like, oh, it's hard. Life is hard. Everything is hard. (laughs) Uh, Dude, it is. I mean, look, I have kids, a lot of kids. I have a wife. I have a job. I wrestle. I do two podcasts. There's a lot of things I do where it's very time consuming, but I try to make it all fit and I try to make it work. And I think I'm doing a pretty decent job doing it, you know, you know. But regardless of all that, it just I want it. So that's why I make it happen. You want to find out what's going on in the world? You really want to really know what's what the world's like? Do your homework. Do your research. It's not difficult. You have something in your hands. Instead of going on TikTok and looking at videos. Or instead of instead of instead of going off on Facebook and liking all your friends' kids' pictures, take ten minutes a day and go just do some research on a topic. When I right. tell people about certain scenarios that happen in this world, uh, Operation Paperclip, Operation Northwoods, all this stuff that's factual and declassified from the CIA themselves, uh, MK Ultra, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Mandela Effect, all this stuff, they look at me like, "I never knew." <laughs> You should have seen all the minds I blew with uh, the Mandela effect in the wrestling locker rooms. What's that? And I tell them this. Oh, by the way, what is the line that Darth Vader says in Empire Strikes Back? Luke, I am <laughs> your father. Wrong. It's no. I Wrong. Your you know, no, it's not. Okay, there, Sunshine. Go okay. check it out. <laughs> and a lot of them are like, dude, I couldn't sleep all night. All this stuff changed. I'm like, <laughs> see? See what I'm telling you? So, anyhow, uh, look it's a world it's a very weird world we're living in. And unfortunately people need to realize that sometimes, and unfortunately it's like, you know how they say it's human nature to fear the unknown. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's also human nature. You don't want to be the one who you don't want to be fooled. You don't want to be, you don't want to find out you've been lied to. You don't want to be find out that you've been taken for because then you feel like a sucker and you feel foolish. And unfortunately right. pride and ego is a motherfucker. <clears throat> Right. Right. All these people who, when you bring the facts up to them, no, 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 no. You're crazy. Then months later when the real story comes out, oh shit. How many times have us quote unquote conspiracy theorists have been right? Even with this pandemic right now, in the Mm -hmm. beginning, everybody was saying vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, all these thousands of doctors on the front line, hydrochloroquine. No, no, no! They get blacklisted. They're crazies. They're quacks. Now, because Biden's in office, vitamin C, D, and zinc work helps prevent it. Oh, hydrochloroquine works. Chris Cuomo was, you know, going on CNN saying that it's blasphemy. You can't use this. It's illegal. It's not. And then he gets the COVID-19 gets busted using it and says, oh, "I was using a generic brand. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's a generic okay. brand. Yeah. You know, same thing. Same thing. You same know, it's thing. The, yeah. So that's okay, right?" His brother, Andrew Cromwell, the governor of New York, killed 15,000 people in nursing homes by letting people go back yep. into the nursing homes when he could have just put them on the Intrepid or or or, or uh, the 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 Civic Center. But guess what? When that started rolling, coincidentally, all these allegations of him being a womanizer came out and everyone forgot about that story and harped on that. And that just disappeared like a fart in the wind, right? Yep. Because now they legalized weed and now the masks are off and people are focused <laughs> over there. So... Right. Right, you can't right. make this shit up, you no. can't, you know, and when I tell these people like, you know what, dude, uh in the height of the the pandemic in New York, Cuomo had um like a town hall like a like a like a briefing, and he has statistics he said sixty sixty percent of the people in the hospitals are coming from the people who are home, yep, uh, and one percent were people who were homeless. two percent were people from jail. And I said to myself, wait a minute, how does that even make sense? Jail and living on the streets, the most dirtiest place in the world. How are they not contracting COVID-19? Wait a minute. They have strong immune systems because germs are good. They help build your immune system. So that's why they're not getting. But guess what? You weren't allowed to go outside, right? Lockdowns. So you couldn't get sunlight unless you want to stand on your porch or on your lawn for, for 10 hours, Right. You couldn't go to the gym to go work out to help build out your immune system unless you have gym equipment in your garage, right? You couldn't go walking, riding bikes in the park or on a trail because all those were closed. So everything that combat COVID-19 in the beginning of the pandemic was all automatically shut down. You couldn't go to the store to get disinfectant wipes, right? Lysol wipes because they were all gone. Uh, Coincidentally, all these places that could have made Lysol wipes or helped out in the situation. Didn't they were up too busy making masks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, but then we come and find out all this talk about being able to catch the virus off the surfaces. What was wrong? Cause now the CDC is coming out saying, ah, uh, my bad. We made a mistake. You can't catch it off the surface. Oh, Oh, guess what? Vitamin D and sunlight actually does kill the virus. So why are we wearing, why are we wearing masks outside if the sunlight kills the virus, vitamin mm-hmm. D kills the virus? Like, and on top of that, if this thing works 95% of the time, and i use this analogy all the time 10 people in a room 6 to vaccinated 4 aren't people are wearing still masks let's say why are you still wearing a mask? Well, i don't want the four i don't want the four people to get sick well wait a minute i don't want you That's don't a, want people yeah. it doesn't make sense because if, if six of you guys out of 10 people have the vaccine even if you get sick you're not going to feel it cuz right it's 95% efficiency rate. Right? so if it's on a level 10 the worst You might get it on a one and a half or a two level. You just feel like you got a common cold. What about the other four? They chose not to get vaccinated. So that's on them. My body, my choice. So stop forcing everyone to get the goddamn fucking shot because it's ridiculous. Let's get back to life as normal. And those who want to get the shot can get the shot. And those who don't want to get the shot don't want to get the shot and just see what happens.
1: And you know, the funny thing too is uh, talking about everybody being locked down. It's just so hilarious to me how these people who have been so scared to to go out of their house even after the lockdowns have been lifted right like you probably know people like that i know a lot of people like that that have still been content to stay in their homes this whole time not going anywhere do anything the one time they leave their house it's to go get an experimental vaccine in their system like like talk about talk about ironic oh yeah you know you know you're willing to do something more risky than you were doing before It just, it just, that some of that stuff just boggles my mind. And and then the best part, best part is when people say like, oh, well, I did, I did, I did uh, the research on the vaccines. Like there is no, there is no research. It's brand new. There's no long-term, there's no long-term plan. If they're, if they're, if they do know the long-term side effects, that means they planned this shit a long time ago. And then we have a whole nother conversation to have. Absolutely. But as as far as we know now, there's no long-term plus or minus.
0: You know, Doc on the NFL podcast, my co host he works in the ER. He's a strong proponent of vaccinations, and him and I have mm-hmm. had millions of discussions about this. Yeah. And I told him, I said, Doc, I'm not against vaccinations, but this isn't a vaccination. It's just a shot that helps limit the severity of COVID. So let's stop calling it a vaccination. I said, You want to get it? Get it. My mother has it. My brothers have it. Great. If I have it, I, I identify as vaccinated. So that's how exactly.
1: I. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same
0: here. So I tell him, I said, Doc, you got to realize a couple things here. Um, this whole scenario, oh, I'm sorry, I just had a brain fart. What were we talking about when I brought it up, Doc? Oh, <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. Doc, yeah, the vaccine.
1: Yeah, the yeah. John-
0: okay, we, so I, I go to him about the Johnson and Johnson shot. And this here's a conspiracy within a conspiracy, almost like Inception, a dream within a dream, right? Uh, the Johnson and Johnson shot, it's one shot. Moderna and Pfizer are two shots. Who wants to get two shots when they can get one shot? So automatically Johnson & Johnson's competition to Moderna and Pfizer. Fauci has stake in the Moderna shot, right? Facts. Yep. Um, So Johnson & Johnson, six people, get blood clots from it. I have 7 million people that got the shot. Convenient. They, they take it off the market. So I go to Doc. I say, Doc, what's the deal with this? He does the math. He goes, hey, listen, Jimmy. He goes to me. Pop it on. GGP, whatever you guys want to call me. Uh, He goes to me, that's 0.03%. He goes, that's the standard of any shot. I said, wait a minute, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, there's a 0.03% any shot, vaccine, whatever, will give you blood clots. That's the norm. I said, interesting. I said, then why did they take it off the market if it's the norm? He goes, I don't know. That's a good question.
1: And 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 that's a larger percent than even the population chances of getting COVID.
0: Well, yeah. So here's the deal, though. The... CEO of Johnson and Johnson is buddies with Trump. Trump came out, did a, a letter saying it's unfair what they did to Johnson and Johnson as soon as the thing went, went into action. And I said to myself, hmm, maybe it's now maybe, maybe that's just the icing, the cherry on top of this, the conspiracy Sunday. I said, but let's look at it here. People who don't want to get two shots are going to get one shot. They're going to go with the Johnson and Johnson. So they're not going to get the Moderna and Pfizer. I said, and supposedly the Johnson and Johnson one has some of the covid in the uh the shot and it doesn't do the the mrna stuff like the pfizer and the moderna so i said if they're taking it off the market intentionally but it's staying within the ramifications of the standard you know uh error that uh, percentage error that's the uh, you know norm of any shot that means that they want us to take the pfizer and the moderna because there's something in there that fits their agenda
1: so go figure. Hundred percent.
0: 100%. 100%. I mean, look, that's just an assumption and a theory I have. Whether it's true or not, who knows? But when you take something off the market because it stays within the ramifications of what is expected, that's kind of weird. So I don't know. Hey, right. let's get back to Star Wars. We went down the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want let, any let, of let,
1: your viewers to shut shut this off. Oh no, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Let's let a few more a few more minutes here, just real quick. Let's let's finish off with some some Star Wars. Um, where do you? where do you kind of see the franchise going over the next few years i know they've kind of put the they've seemed to put the films on hold you know we have some of the we have the animation we got the bad batch stuff we got the mandalorian stuff like like where do you think it's going and do you think do you think we're going to get to with with you know we've had so much content over the past few years i mean i and and i love it and you love it is it is it going to get to kind of like a burnout scenario or is it do you think it's going to stay fresh
0: I think it's going to stay fresh because I think I think Kennedy's on our way out. Um, and I'm a fan of Kathleen Kennedy as a producer. I think she's a great movie producer. Was she the right fit for Star Wars? I don't think so. I don't know how you can botch the biggest IP, with the biggest entertainment company in the world. And it comes out that none of these movies had a plan and they didn't yep. talk well to each other. And all this other stuff. And now everyone's pointing the fingers. JJ's pointing the fingers without saying names. And Kathleen's pointing the fingers. And then Ryan Johnson's pointing fingers. And no one wants to be held responsible for for a bad trilogy. Okay, I understand. But as far as the future of Star Wars goes, as long as the Filoni-Favaro universe is intact, we're in good hands. On the small screen, it's going to be great.
1: Yes. Um,
0: the fact they canceled Rangers or shelved it kind of stinks. I think Gina will be back. Um, I hope so. E- even if she doesn't come back, it is what it is. But she will be back. Um, but more importantly, I think, and I, sa- I said this to Doc. I don't know if you we sold this to you on the episode you were on. But I called the Luke surprise ending of season two before season two occurred. And Doc thought I was nuts. I said, listen, man, I have a feeling they're going to harp. They're going to do something with Luke Skywalker. He's going to be at Mandalorian season two. It happened. And I also told Doc, they're either going to do a movie or series about Luke Skywalker. And and the Russo brothers are going to have a hand in it. He goes, you're crazy. I said, all right. Rumors are afoot now that they're going to do a Luke Skywalker series, either with Sebastian Stan as Luke or CGI Mark Hamill it's Tim and Grogu and it's going to be his adventures between 6 and 7 and that's going to take and that's going to take the place of the uh Rangers of the New Republic because huh. every every show was a piece of the puzzle and it's supposed to come together like the Berlantiverse like crisis with all the DC shows on the CW mm-hmm. and it's supposed to culminate in this big crossover event so if they take out one of the shows they got to put another one in in order to to uh, fill that hole so i think it's going to be a luke show now hopefully it is I hope it is I do Which, too To me Luke Skywalker is the heart and soul the face that runs the place of Star Wars Yes I don't care but I think that we will get the special editions will over time will be loved but because they're going to special edition them and they're going to either add scenes or redcon a few things because right now I don't know if you follow the comics um Invader, Vader, Vader had a fallout with the Emperor between Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. to the point where the Emperor crushed him, threw him on Mustafar, told him, if you use the Force, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to kill you. But I want to see you come back. I want to see you escape this scenario without using the Force. So Vader grabbed some mechanics, killed some robots, put an arm, put a leg on, you know, whatever. Ochi of Bestoon was there, set to kill him by the Emperor. He kicked the crap out of Ochi. Ochi became his bitch. They flew to Exegol. He went after the Emperor. Finds the Emperor on Exegol. Tells the Emperor, I'm not your apprentice anymore. Come out. You know, I'm going to kick your ass. Before all that, he walks through and they see the snow clones in the vats, just like in the movie. Yeah. You see the Sith Eternal and he shows them that he's cloning these people out of a severed hand. They didn't say whose hand it was, but it's between Empire and Return yep. of the Jedi. Yeah, I think we
1: know. I think we know.
0: So no one's confirmed, but everyone's saying it's Luke. So now, if yep. the, so, if all these clones are Luke, or from, from from Skywalker DNA incorporated with Palpatine DNA, right? And it's all a meshup of of genetic splicing and all that stuff to try to encompass a clone with Force abilities. That Force that was raised father really has. Skywalker DNA and blood in him, and Palpatine DNA and blood in him. So Ray's really a Skywalker, and that's how they reckon it. So hmm. who knows? It is yeah. interesting. Look, at the end of the day, the way I said it, the way the, the what they should have done is they should have done the following: they should have they should have uh, made Ray Luke's daughter. And I said this years ago. Yeah, she should have been Luke's daughter. She should have been when the hut went down. And destroyed and his his jedi order died he should have thought his daughter and wife died as a family as a father as a husband if something happens to your family that breaks any man right the bone to to no return so that's why he goes to octu now there's reason
1: yeah that would that would that would give him a bigger that would give him a better arc more more or less than this like oh i screwed up so here's the deal yeah
0: well people are well how, how come he didn't feel his daughter well here's the deal whether it's the Emperor, Knights of Ren, Kylo Ren, whoever did it, they mind wipe her. He finds a body burnt in the fire, thinks it's her. Just like uh, Game of Thrones with two kids. They yeah. Them, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yep. Yep.
0: She gets taken, dropped off a of Jakku because he out of sympathy. couldn't kill his cousin or whatever. He shuts himself off for of the Force. Like he said when he was on Act 2 that's when no one could find him. Right. So of course he's not gonna be able to find his daughter because one, he can't feel in the force. He turned himself off. Two, he thinks she's dead. Because when, when the thing happened, she was mind wiped. So he couldn't sense her. Boom, there you go.
1: Much better trilogy, connective wow. tissue. Wow. It's
0: just, just common sense, Right.
1: You know? So- now, I'll tell you what, whether that happens or not, I am considering that now canon. That is official. I'm sending that to Star Wars. I'm putting that on Wikipedia. It, you know what? It, you want to hear
0: something even better? Doc and I booked this, uh, this uh, for the Kenobi series. I came up with this idea. I said the main, the heavy, which is the bad guy of the show, uh, I'm using movie terms here, uh, shouldn't be Vader. It should be Samuel Jackson. Yes. Said. Yes.
1: Let's Mace, do Windu, it.
0: Mace Windu finds out Vader's son lived, Mace, or he had a son, or Anakin's son lives. He comes to Tatooine looking for him to use him as bait to draw out Vader and try to kill Anakin for what he did in turning on the Jedi. Kenobi's there to protect young Luke, so it's not Kenobi versus Samuel Jackson, right? oh, Kenobi, I love it! I Kenobi, love this idea. Kenobi, <laughs> Kenobi tells Samuel Jackson or tells Mace Windu, "Look, man, stop it! You know you're not thinking straight." But by that time, Vader's on his way to to to, uh, to Tatooine. Kenobi convinces Mace Windu that he's the chosen one. He's going to bring balance to the force. Meaning Luke, and that Luke's going to make things right. He's the new hope. He goes back to the light. You know what I'm saying? Not he's full-fledged dark side, but he realizes he messed up. Confronts Vader. Says it was all set up to get him there. He knows he's Anakin. And at the end, it shows Vader versus Kenobi. uh, Vader versus Mace. Vader kills him, and that's the end of the series.
1: Wow so I, I i really like i really like that and you know because you know samuel L. jackson's been talking about this stuff for years right like and you've you've seen this in the past where people have been talking about these characters and they become them right uh rosario dawson same thing with ahsoka people years ago you know why would people think to ask for this on on news and talk shows and stuff it's a very fringe yep. character at, at least at that point right and she's like oh well I would be a great fit for that i mean and then look at uh, you and McGregor, same thing. Years and years, like, oh, you ever gonna come back? Oh, I don't know, we'll see. And then, uh, what did Samuel Jackson say a few years ago? He's like, hey, you know what? Jedi's fall. F- you never saw me die. Jedi's fall from great heights. We'll see what well, happens. Put it,
0: put it this way: I have the perfect way to bring him back to life. or will bring the character back into the canon. Uh, Grogu was in the temple when Order sixty six happened. He gets hidden. Who hit him? R two D two. That's why R two D two recognized them in the dead little shimmy, and he went up to R two D two at the end of season two. As he comes out of the cubby or wherever he's hiding, you see a big fucking body of Mace Windu just plop right in front of him. And he's like, he sees Mace Windu, realizes it's Mace Windu, force heals him like he did Carl Weathers. Yeah. And, that, and that's how Mace Windu, and Mace Windu picks him up and they take off. And then he sees that Mace Windu is starting to go down the dark path or whatever. It's always pissed off or whatever. Bounces from Mace Windu. And Mace Windu is back in the cannon. There you go.
1: I'll tell you he's, what. Easy. This, this, I
0: should be writing this shit for fucking Lucasfilm. I'm telling you,
1: if this doesn't show up on the screen, you need to you need to get this comic book going asap. That's yeah, right? that's incredible. That's incredible stuff right there. Hey, listen, I could talk to you all night about this. I, I love this conversation. Uh, GGB, thank I'm you. Down. You want to keep going? So I'll keep much. Going.
0: I'm down to keep going. <laughs> Whatever you want, dude. You want to do two or three part show? We can do a two,
1: three, four part show. I don't care. Oh man, I'm I uh, I'm tired. Me too. My, I'll tell you what. It's I'm, 11-11. I'm, yeah, it is eleven. It is 11. See, see, here's the thing is I'm tired and I'm out of shape and you're tired and you're in shape. So you're still, you're still good. So, But anyways, um, we'll wrap it up for now. We're going to have to do this again. I'll Definitely. have to come back and hang out with you guys on, on NFL in the future. Anytime. Uh, tell, tell, tell everybody where they can find you, um, a, 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 where they can find your wrestling videos or any way to support you.
0: Okay. Well, my, my social media links on Twitter is at GreekGodPapaDon. That's G R E E K, G O D P A P A D O N. My Instagram is at Greek God Papadon. My Facebook is Demetrius Papadon. My YouTube channel, you see the wrestling videos and the promos and all that, is Greek God Papadon. You see the pattern forming here, guys? Uh, like it, subscribe. You know, notification bell, all that nonsense. Um, you can go support me uh, by going to Pro Wrestling Tees. What Pro Wrestling Tees is? It's all these independent wrestlers have T-shirt shops on this website, and it's Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, T E E S slash Greek God Papadon. and it's a bunch of Greek God Papadon T-shirts. Um, you'll be the coolest looking cool in your, uh, you'll be the coolest looking kid in your remote school, rocking a GGP shirt. <laughs> so, but if you guys do love Star Wars, obviously you do because you're listening to Kyle right now, and I do love your podcast, Kyle. Uh, Thank you You can catch the new force order at nfo underscore, underscore podcast nfo underscore podcast on twitter new force order on instagram and official new force order on youtube i mean i'm sorry on facebook um our youtube game is not that strong only because spiro he was the one who handled all the video editing and he's been real busy uh with his shoot with his life uh his real job and his baby he just had so we don't have a presence much on YouTube, but we were more of an audio podcast, so you can catch all our stuff on like uh, Podbean, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, all that stuff, Stitcher. All you have to type in is New Force Order, um, and the email address is newforceorder at yahoo.com, where we talk to our fans. We try to have interactions with them. We do segments on the show where we want the fans to vote, so... Give us a listen, man, and then said, and if you heard me here first and you came on the show, let me know you heard me on Kyle's show first and you like his podcast and you like our podcast. Then I would know you have good taste. So that's exactly. That. And do awesome. me a favor, everybody. Question everything that you see and read, because at the end of the day, there's always three sides of the story. There's uh, his side, her side, and the truth. So or side A, side B, and the truth, and. Usually the truth is somewhere hidden in the middle. So make your own analysis off your own research. And uh, that's basically it, man. May the force be with you all.
1: May the force be with you as well. He He's GGP. I'm Conspiracy Kyle. Go support him. And uh, may the force be with all of us. We're going to friggin' need it to get through this, this crazy life. So thank you so much for hopping on. I really appreciate it, brother.
0: Anytime, my man. Anytime.
1: All right.